sometimes people say that there's no good men out there or even there's no good women out there right before they drop their standard. Mm. There's no good men out there, so I might as well. So that's why I'm going to. <laughs> that's why I'm, blah, blah, there's blah. no good men. And when I say drop the standard, I'm not talking about superficial things. I'm talking about things in the area of morality. I'm yeah. talking about things in the area of uh, a person who's faithful, things in an area of a person who's gonna be a healthy partner. What's up, fam? Welcome back to the We Are Just Dating page. My name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuning in to another episode of the W Podcast, where you get wisdom in the world with the wheelers. Hey, so we are so excited because we are still in our summer series, and we have a special, special guest this week. But before we go into that, we want to make sure that you subscribe yes. to this channel. So many of you watch this every week and haven't even subscribed yet, so <laughs> why don't you put a ring on it, make this official for us, and subscribe. We would love for you to do that, and then feel free to check us out on Instagram, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So as Tim said, we have some special guests with us today. We have Pastors Bruce and Ratoya Goodwin from Light City Church. We are so, so excited to have them and introduce them to y'all. They've actually been a big part of our dating story. It's crazy we've been married for four years now. So um, we're gonna uh, introduce y'all to their wisdom. We just know they're gonna be such a blessing to you and wherever you are, whether you're single, whether you're dating, whether you're already engaged, or even if you're married, um, we know that their, their wisdom is gonna be a blessing to you. Um, but just to give a quick little formal introduction of Pastors Bruce and Ratoya, um, they have been married for nine years now. They have a beautiful son who is five years old. They're pastors of White City Church, just like we said. Um, they have such a heart for people in general um, and just are on fire for God, um, like something you've never seen before. They are the founders of the page Black Christian Love. Um, they have tons of coaching programs. Uh, one that we participated in and how we met them and interacted with them was through Engagement Bootcamp. So it was a, um, an engagement uh, program that we went to while we were engaged that really helped us grow closer together as a part of our premarital um, experience. Um, and they just have an incredible story of their own dating stories that you're going to hear about today. And they, like I said, they have a huge heart for relationships um, and dating God's way. So without further ado, we want to introduce Pastors Bruce and Ratoya. Yes. Welcome to the W Hello. 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 We're so glad to be yes, here. Yes. Thank you, Tim and Pauline. Thank you for having us today. Yes. Thanks yeah. for being with us. Now, did I forget anything major with the introduction? I think also you all are counselors. I forgot to mention that as well. <laughs> Oh, you you did good. <laughs> okay, we just want to give you know credit for credit. To we want, people want to know, of course, like where y'all are, are from, kind of where you operate, where all this wisdom's coming from. So that that introduction, I want to make sure it was set up uh, yeah. pretty yeah. good for y'all. Absolutely. So I want to jump right into it. We gave a little bit about y'all background, but mm -hmm. obviously most of the people that listen to this are either single or in a dating relationship. So we would love to take it back for y'all. <laughs> All the way back. <laughs> Almost a decade, yeah. Can y'all tell us a little bit about how you met, your dating story? People would love to know that. Sure, oh. sure. So um, we met, It's our, our story's pretty interesting. So we met uh, a very long time ago. We were actually, <laughs> We were actually in elementary school when we initially met. Oh my goodness! Um, when we so first cute. met, our parents bought homes across the street from each other, 
And uh, so we grew up in the same neighborhood. Now, we weren't necessarily close or friends or anything like that, but we did know each other. We had spoken. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but probably when we were in 11th or 12th grade, uh, we became friends when her dad, who uh, was a pastor, uh, invited me to the church to uh, play bass. I play bass. I'm also a musician. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the church to play. She was on the worship team. Uh, she was uh, leading worship and playing the keys. And so we sparked a friendship there. Uh, so in our teenage years, I think that was like 11th yeah, that was 11th grade, grade, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after that period of time, um, when we were in college a few few years later, uh, that's when we started to really... Yes, so that's when yeah. we made it official. Um, it was it was uh, freshman year of college, around the second semester, going into the summertime is when we um, went from you know best friends, me kind of just faking on him a little bit, <laughs> kind of going in and out. I finally got myself together, okay, yes. and realized um, that you know God had a gift right here. So that's when we made it official and started to. Um, court, or some people call it date, and really make it serious. Yeah. That's great. So y'all started dating, courting in your freshman year of college? So, yes. Sophomore year. Yeah. And right. how long did you all Ooh. continue to date? <laughs> Way too long. Way too long. <laughs> so, uh, I, I don't know. I think we got married when I was 28. So we courted for eight years. Trust yeah, me, I know okay. the exact <laughs> years. Okay. Yeah, okay. It wow. was eight years. We caught it for eight years. And we uh, we always tell people we do not recommend that. We do not recommend dating or courting that long. It was just, it's our story. Um, and because we started so young, we were not ready for marriage right. at 19, 20 years old. Yep. So, but yeah, eight yeah. years. No, I love that. It's our story. We're not saying it should be your story. Yeah. So knowing what you all know now, because like we said, you all have a lot of wisdom on relationships. What would you have done differently? Or what would you say to maybe a couple that is in a similar situation, whether they're in college or they just graduated and they may be dating? Or what advice would you give them? That's a good question. So one thing that I say that I would love for us to have done differently throughout our um, dating season was incorporating more counsel into our relationship. And because we we went through several seasons, we went from, okay, we're 19, we're teenagers, and now we're young adults, and then we're mid-young adults, whatever that's called, <laughs> you know, graduating from college, moving on to upper young adults before we actually got married, but we didn't have in those earlier years, five, six, seven years of our dating, we didn't have like counsel or a couple that we could go to that had walked before us that could look at us and say, hey, you know, these are some things you can work on now or how are you all doing with this area or that area that can help to strengthen our relationship and help us not to go through some of the, um, you know, bumps and bruises that we went through. So definitely, definitely counsel. Yeah, that's that's so good because that's something we found too. Yeah, with even our JDU program is a lot of singles are willing and able to do it. But once people get in a relationship, for whatever reason, we think we got it. Like yeah. we think we yeah. know what we're doing. We yeah. Christians, we love God, but there's so much wisdom to still get and acquire in that season. So that that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Definitely, yes. <laughs> so you you all weren't single in terms of not dating at all for. A, a long time of your adult life, but is there anything you wish you would have approached differently in your singleness or 
what would you recommend someone who may be single right now and doesn't want to be single, but that's where they find themselves? Yeah, because like, a lot of people feel like singleness is um, like leprosy. <laughs> They're like, oh, I don't want to be single. Like, I want to be married. Like, that's kind of where it seems like life begins as a Christian is when you get, um, you get married. Of course, that's not true. Life begins when you enter a relationship with Jesus. And there's plenty of people who, in the Bible and not in the Bible, who were single and have done awesome things for God. So kind of speak to that, to those single people and, and who feel like, oh, I just want to get the singleness off me and, and just mm. the advantage even they have. Because, <laughs> of course, y'all know being married, you really just, it's hard to do much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I would I would say that, um, that our culture kind of dangles relationships in front of, like a carrot dangles relationships in mm. front of uh, the faces of singles. And, you know, a relationship is a beautiful thing. Dating is beautiful. Marriage is beautiful. Um, but the reality of it is it is work, uh, one. And two, when you enter into it, it is not something that brings this all-fulfilling, uh, you know, overwhelming, all-fulfilling uh, experience. It's, it's, it, it is another aspect of life. And just like when you were waiting to get your driver's license, if you can remember that. Mm. You were waiting to graduate from high school, if you can remember that. You're like, I can't wait till I get out of high school. I can't wait till I get my driver's license. I'm gonna go wherever I wanna go. Then you graduate. I can't wait till I graduate from college. Yeah. I can't wait till I start working. Mm -hmm. There's always this thing ahead of us. Right. And sometimes we forget to be present in the moment yeah. and to enjoy the moment. So I would encourage somebody who's single to enjoy the time of your uh, of being single and not to think necessarily that there's something wrong or that you're even doing something wrong because you may not be dating anyone or because you may not be in a serious relationship. Um, my advice to somebody would be use your time of being single to really build a foundation uh, in different areas of life. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that that season of being single is something that you will not get back, hopefully. <laughs> Once you get married, you right. hopefully won't get it back. Um, but it's so important to build a foundation spiritually, to build a foundation from a perspective of being able to handle relationships and handle conflict, uh, yeah. to build a foundation financially, career-wise. All of those things are things that are much easier to do when you're not dating and certainly much easier to do when mm -hmm. you're not married. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's yeah. that's so good about um, what you were saying about you know how the culture dangles carrots or dangles solutions in front of us mm -hmm. like a carrot, and it's just so tempting. And even just the practice of being patient mm -hmm. and being present—that's not something that I'm working on now. Is like not always trying to wait for next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right and enjoy where you are right now and it is it is so true you're talking about the driver's license like you just always want to be older when you're yeah. younger yeah um, and then of course when you get older you're like oh man what was i rushing <laughs> i want to go back right exactly yes exactly. yes and yes. it's hard to believe that that's true but it is it's true, so true. Yes. <laughs> it is true yeah. that's you know. so interesting because we talked to somebody a while ago that got married and they were actually like, I'm kind of mourning my singleness right. because right I'm adjusting to not being able to do whatever I want to do whenever I can do it. So mm -hmm. that's a great point. Yeah. Transitioning a little bit, we talk about in Christian sermons, Christian books, we talk about getting whole before you get married. That's a term that you hear a lot, getting healthy 
But for you all, what does it actually mean or look like to be healthy before you get married? Because no one is 100% healthy right. before they right. step into marriage. Yeah. And even to add on to that, you know, we've gotten to have some conversations with some men. So would love for y'all to kind of talk through that perspective of them feeling like, well, I'm not ready to get married because I don't have this together and that together mm-hmm. and all these different things. And it's like kind of on that other side, we, we can put so much weight on marriage and marriage is weighty. It is not something to take. Uh, lightly, but also it's like not taking it too seriously where you're pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off until you're perfect, which will never happen. Right, right. Right. Well, I do want to say just bringing a part of our story with what you just talked about, um, Pauline, I think at one point Bruce was like that. He really wanted to make sure everything was like all, you know, dot all the I's, cross all the T's and all of that. And literally, this is this this is how good counsel, you know, counsel yeah. is. Um, one of his people that are close to him, one of his mentors, you know, sat him down and was just like, you know, the Bible says that he that finds a wife finds a good thing. But also, the next part that no one talks about it says also obtains favor from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, the things that you think you're missing, the things that you want to have, like take that step of faith and go ahead and marry her and watch all the things that you desire and even more become more possible because you're connected with your wife. And so I would say that to any um, any gentleman that has found a, a woman and you see that this is somebody that you want to be with and you walk through the process and you're constantly you know, looking at how you can of course, become a better man, become a better man of God and all of those different things. But remember that as you join as a husband and wife, there's so much greater power and even favor that you will obtain. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was I would say that. And, you know, that the, the thing to bring even some balance to that, though, is the person gave me that advice in a certain season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, from a perspective of maturity. Um, from a perspective of even financial basis, from yeah, a perspective of a, a a plan that may not be fully executed, but there's progress there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there's a certain there is a certain season that I believe you should be in before you get before you do get married. And um, I think both for men and women. So some of those things again, like I mentioned, you may have a um, you may have a plan. And you may not have realized that plan 100%, but I think it's important to be on track and at least making some progress um, so that you're not entering a relationship distracted. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Some people enter relationships distracted and can't focus on the relationship being fruitful because they're thinking about all of these different life issues that I'm still wrestling with, still trying to get together, Mm -hmm. still trying to graduate, Mm -hmm. still trying to Mm -hmm. start my business or launch my business. And again, it's not to say that all of those things have to be done, but I think that having at least a vision and a plan in place and making progress toward that plan incrementally uh, is is very helpful. Um, And so I think to directly kind of answer the question to the the, uh, health of a person or the barometer of health prior to entering into a relationship is different. It really is different for different people. And um, I don't think there's really a one size fits all. Um, But I do think that some of the core areas that 
you may want to take a look at if you're considering getting into a relationship are your uh is your your spiritual life your relationship with god um if uh number two would be your relationship life and when i say relationship i'm talking about outside of uh, a romantic relationship mm -hmm. i'm talking about mm -hmm. relationships with friends with family even with enemies mm -hmm. <laughs> because being able to handle different types of relationships and conflict is important it's an important skill to have while you're dating so that you can keep that person <laughs> especially yeah. when you get married so yeah. how do i deal with conflict how do i deal with relationships am i able to keep long-term relationships even with friends wow. uh, do i hear uh certain criticisms that i may not like mm -hmm. but may have a little bit of truth to them yeah working on those different things you know sometimes uh people may share with us things that we're not necessarily comfortable with but there may be a hint of truth in that mm -hmm. yeah. so uh spiritually relationally also financially again most people uh, most of us have financial goals that we've not attained yet but are we on the path are we on the trajectory maybe we have you haven't graduated yet but are you enrolled right <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> maybe maybe you haven't made a million dollars yet but have you open the business right. those types of things you're on the trajectory um and then uh finally i would say from a perspective of um what i say financial mm -hmm. spiritual relational relational and then emotional. and then the fourth one would be emotional yes um being able to handle your own personal emotions in a healthy way meaning being able to manage them without hurting others wow because throughout the course of a relationship whether you're dating and especially when you get married you are going to uh hit seasons and hit situations that will pull out all types of emotions mm -hmm. and uh you know there are different ways to work on that but it's certainly easier to work on that in your single, in your single season <laughs> yeah wow I, that is so good. Being able to handle your emotions without hurting somebody else. That because how many times do we have conflict with people, and then like you don't handle the conflict well, and you're adding conflict on conflict on right. conflict because you're mad. You're having an argument about how you were arguing. Well, I don't like when you, you spoke to me, and now I'm mad about that. And then you don't even really remember why you why you're mad. Right, exactly. Right. And that can carry on yeah. for decades. Right, extreme situation. Yeah. <laughs> So we're talking about healing and there may be someone that's listening or watching this right now. And they're like, I want to get whole. I want to be healthy. I want to work, but where do I start? Yeah. And I'm sure as pastors, you all deal with this a lot with people coming to you with that similar question. So what would you guide them towards to help them on that journey? Well, I would say that the, the first step would be just to pause. Mm. Uh, when I say pause, sometimes, uh, people can enter into dating situations or relationships out of pressure, mm. not pressure from the other person, but pressure from the culture, pressure from wow. Instagram, pressure from the invitation to everybody's wedding and engagement uh, <laughs> celebration and baby shower. And the list goes on. So I think the first thing would be to pause, to pray and to really ask God, what do you have for me now in this season? Um, and so, yeah if a person is coming out of a traumatic situation or they've experienced some type of trauma, uh, there, I believe that there needs to be some time before, before, uh, 
dating, not time as in like a timeout, like punishment, like you don't deserve <laughs> to date anyone that because you just came out of a traumatic situation, but really time to assess what happened. Yeah. Um, to assess maybe what could have been done differently and to, as she mentioned earlier, seek counsel. Yeah. I think that's, that's huge. The, the counsel portion is so huge. You know, I just came out personally out of a traumatic um, situation or traumatic season, or I'm, let me say, come out, I'm walking through a traumatic season with the loss of my father. And so the counsel portion has really been a support for me during this season, just having others that you can, there's no pretense, there's no, you don't have to fake it, but you can really let them know what's going on with you and receive um, wise counsel or receive prayer, receive support. Um, I think that is so key to walking towards healing um, because sometimes you can hit roadblocks while you're healing. Right. Yeah. And I've seen that with myself. You know, sometimes I need someone to say, OK, we're here, but how can we get from here to there? We, you know, we got to keep moving forward. And so the council portion is huge. And definitely I, I say all the time that prayer is a big part of healing. A lot of times, sometimes we feel like we have to withhold the feelings of disappointments, the feelings of anger, the feelings of bitterness from God, when in fact, um, there's such an open door for us to actually release that on him and to share that with him. And it also opens up our hearts to be able to receive healing in those deep wounded places. Yeah, I love that because I feel like a lot of times it's easy when something happens to us or we've gone through things, we don't really want to share it with others. Yeah. And then we don't even want to share with God, even yeah. though he knows it all. Right. But we don't even want to be honest. And some people may not know that they can be honest yeah. with him like that. So that's so good. Now, this isn't on the list of questions. And uh, hopefully y'all don't mind. But it's well, just yeah, something right. that has been coming up while I've been sitting here listening to you all speak. And it's something that comes up a lot when we're talking to singles. And you hear, we hear a lot of Christian singles say, there's no good men out there. Mm. Or there's, there's not enough. Or the there's not enough Christian not men out there. And I'm sure y'all have a take on that or opinion on that. So one, I would love to know just what your thoughts are on that. And then two, do y'all have any suggestion for our ladies out here where to find these Christian brothers at? <laughs> They're a well somewhere. Like, <laughs> right. No. They're a well. Just go dig them up, right? Right. I'm going to let Bruce start with that well, one. Well, <laughs> I, I would start with saying to, um, I would challenge you by saying to increase your level of faith mm -hmm. in that area. In other words, if you, if you approach the situation already with the pre-framed narrative that there's no one out there for me, that yeah. there's no good Christian men, that there's, you know, that even in the frame, the, the, the narrative of I'll never be in a relationship or no one will ever be attracted to me. If you approach any situation, but especially this one with that type of that type of framework or mindset or narrative, then it's very easy to actually overlook mm. a good Christian man or a good Christian woman. Um, because you're not your 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 mind is already set like your mind can be set well there must be something wrong somewhere right um then I, I think it's also important to define and break down what your standard is or what your uh your qualification is when it comes to the term <laughs> good you know and yeah. to look and see if that standard is actually something 
that is necessary or is it something that may be superficial? Mm-hmm. In other words, somebody may say there's no good Christian man because nobody approached me that was 6'3", works out every <laughs> day, the makes $100,000 plus a year. I've heard it all. <laughs> and, you know, that type of thing. Perhaps no one has yet approached you that way, but perhaps there was another guy who was a good guy. Right. But because of that, that framework, we can overlook opportunities. And I think that works on both sides, both for men and women. Yeah, I think you've even said before, like if you, if women carry that um, heart, like there's no good Christian men. And also you said it, it can be like a repellent and they don't even know. You remember mm-hmm. saying that? Yeah. It can be a repel, like repel actual good men because that's like your heart that comes out of you, whether you know it or not, we're spirit beings. <laughs> right. So it, it, it affects the way you look, but also affects, like you were saying, men can sense that. Like, you know, if yeah. there's, because really that's kind of coming out of a place of bitterness, you yeah. know? It's, you you know, have an attitude. <laughs> you kind of get that chip on your shoulder. Yeah. 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 And it, you know, the, the, I'm thinking about the scripture that says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life, the springs of life. Whatever is going on in your heart flows out into your life. Mm-hmm. And that flowing out into your life, the uh, a lack, even, and it's, it's at the same time, I um, want to be empathetic of someone who's had bad experiences right. and someone who has landed in that frame of mind uh, for seemingly good reason. It's just so important to allow God to cleanse that well. That's good. Because out of that well of your heart flow the issues. That word issues there is, a, is like rivers or, or streams of life. And so we want that stream to be clean. Yeah. We want that stream to be full of faith. We mm-hmm. want that stream to be full of hope. Wow. Um, so that uh, the stream doesn't come out and end up interfering with a great person or great opportunity to be in a relationship. And I think that just that little adjustment of maybe I haven't found one yet or one hasn't found me yet is a better, is a better approach than to say there are none out there. Right. Cause even we've talked about this too, because if you have that mindset, it's like, okay, let's accept that as truth, right? There's no good men. Where does, where does that leave you? It's, it's, it's a period. Like it doesn't, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help you get what you're believing for. It doesn't help you, you know, it doesn't restore your hope. And I, I love that because it even goes back to what you all mentioned earlier about uh, taking that time to heal mm-hmm. from whatever you, whatever you've gone through and even acknowledging like, Hey, I have been hurt in the past by the opposite sex, or maybe I saw an unhealthy marriage when I was growing up and that's why I believe what I believe, but it's also like, have you surrendered that to God? Are you taking your experience as truth? Because if we're being honest, that's combating and it's contrasting with the word of God. Cause mm-hmm. God says that he withholds no good thing from us. So he's that's not right. holding a good husband or a good wife from me. If, mm-hmm. if, if, we're, if God's word is the beginning of mm-hmm. our, our truth and, and my, our worldview and not our experiences. So that's an awesome challenge. Cause I think we look at the, numbers and the facts especially for you know black folks it's like right us women it's it, you know the numbers aren't in our favor but it's like hey god's word is in 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 my favor you know that's you know, about that and to your point i just wanted to say this uh last thing about it Polly. sometimes people say that there's no good men out there or even there's no good women out there 
right before they drop their standard. Mm. There's no good men out there, so I might as well. So that's why I'm going to. That's why I'm. Blah, blah, there's blah. no good men. And when I say drop the standard, I'm not talking about superficial things. I'm talking about things in the area of morality. I'm yeah. talking about things in the area of uh, a person who's faithful, things in an area of a person who's going to be a healthy partner. I would challenge that person again to restore your hope. Allow God to restore your hope. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that. I love y'all bringing the word in because we absolutely believe in the word for sure. Yeah. Now, for those listening who believe in the word, but they also say, look past this. I need some practical. practical. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any anything? I know it's a tough subject. Is there anything you would suggest for someone to do if they are trying to put themselves out there? Yeah, I would say get to know people. Like be conversational. Um uh have conversation especially in groups and group settings um when you go in a group setting instead of just talking to and connecting with the people that you came with or the person that you always talk to come outside of that circle mm. and talk to someone else who's new even if you even if there's not a romantic interest there the practice of having a conversation that's good. with somebody that you don't know will warm you up for the real deal <laughs> No, that's, you have I don't know who knows who either. That's what I was cousin. Yeah. That is what I was going to say because right. even recently, one of my um sister friends, as I call her, she didn't meet, she's married now. Um, she didn't meet her fiance like directly, you know, just walking down the street or at a certain event. It was someone that knew her that yeah. she had, you know in her community that said, you know, that knew him that said, Hey, I know someone. So maybe you already have talked to everyone in your community. I doubt it, but <laughs> go and talk to someone else outside of your community and build relationships outside of your norm. And you never know God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above right. you can ask or think he is able to do it. And so, but we do have to take like that, like you were just talking about different steps of faith to do that practical things. Yeah. Something else, um, kind of looping in what we were talking about earlier and what you just said, which is so good, Latoya, um, about allowing the people that you're already connected to to connect you with mm -hmm. others. Now, along with needing other people to potentially date, we know some people struggle also with finding mentors, as you all mentioned. So, because mentors can introduce you as well. And we found that as, you know, a married couple ourselves, like, yeah, like, you're single, but I know somebody that you don't mm -hmm. know, especially because mm -hmm. you, you know, Tim knows guys, mm -hmm. I know girls, like you have that connection point. So it's really beneficial, we found, for singles to have married friends and then married mm -hmm. um, mentors. But how would you all recommend someone to, I guess, pursue a mentor? Because like, we found a lot of people find that maybe intimidating or like, well, I don't really know. And like, even just people overcoming rejection mm -hmm. um, comes to, to that relationship. So what tips do you have for that? Well, I would say that it's really important that you look at someone or look for someone or a couple or an individual that is um, a few steps ahead of you and is has either ended up in or is moving towards and is further along uh, on the same path that you are in. I think it's important to see yourself or to be able to see yourself in the person that you may call a mentor in a, in a degree. In other words, to say, hey, in five to 10 years, I'm not trying to 
be them, mm -hmm. but there are aspects of their life, aspects of the way that they carry themselves, aspects of their relationship either that I admire and I'd like to incorporate. And most of the time, if you think of it, if you approach it that way, you will find that many times those people are open to share. Mm -hmm. um, and mentorship doesn't always have to be a big official thing. It doesn't always have to be like a contract sign, like you are yeah. now officially my mentor forever. Right. You know, there are people that have mentored us from a distance. Yeah. There are people that I've been that I've been able to look at and admire from a distance that they don't even know it. Right. So, and then there are others that have been more up close and connected. And all of the relationships, quality relationships, I would say that we have with older couples or couples that are are uh ahead of us in different areas started off organically mm. meaning just us asking questions us connecting okay. having conversation mm -hmm. going out to dinner you know that type of thing and then it it grew from mm -hmm. there but yeah. i think sometimes people when when they desire a mentor they forget about the human relationship aspect and they're yeah. thinking i need a mentor i need a mentor i need a, like i need a like a, a personal trainer. Yeah. <laughs> they can get or, weird about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I need you to call me at 6 a.m. I need you. But but that most people, especially couples that are not in some type of professional counseling mm -hmm. uh career field, are not, it's not gonna be like that. It's right. just gonna be conversation. Mm -hmm. And when I say just, that doesn't take away from I mean, the effectiveness yeah, exactly. of it or the impact of it. It's just that's how it is. And you build friendship and relationship over time. Yeah. I love this because it's not just pursuing someone to date where you need to have conversation, but it's also the mentorship piece. And I think if you can just learn how to practice having conversations with yeah. people, not trying to get anything from them, but just genuinely having conversations, it can up. open up a lot of doors for you. Okay. So the last question I wanted to ask you all about, tying back to your story in the beginning, you talked about you dated for seven, eight, years we wanted to know in your opinion how long is too long to wait for a ring maybe a couple's watching this and they've been dating two years and the woman's looking at the man like all right like what's right. up <laughs> what would you all say about that question Ooh. that's a good question so i <laughs> we definitely said like we said in the beginning of the interview that what we did was way too long but the <laughs> the reason for that was because of the season that we were in mm -hmm. so i i think to put a specific time frame on it, uh, maybe a little bit, a little bit unfair, yeah. You know, because it does depend on what. So, for instance, if two people uh, have gotten to know each other, they're both working, or one of them is working. Uh, they've got, you know, they've got life together, so to speak, in certain areas, um, and they are, and they love each other. Then. I, you know, the time should be a lot shorter. However, if you are like what we were in, we were in a, a season where we were graduating from college. And then after graduating from college, we were starting our businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and doing ministry and all those different things. So uh, we probably could have waited longer to actually enter into the relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then it may have been a two year period two wow. year, three year period rather than that whole long period of time but we did get to know each other pretty well pretty well <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, thankfully it worked out 
Um, but I think the the better question, if it's taking, let's say it's taking a long time, and like uh, like Tim said, the lady's looking at the <laughs> the guy like uh, with well, the side eye, right? You know, <laughs> or even the guy's ready to make his move, and she's like, oh, I don't know. I think the real the real question is why. Yes. Ask ask your partner why. Have just like a real conversation, mm -hmm. but not a conversation from like a aggressive mm -hmm. like i'm mad at you about this type of conversation <laughs> right. you better get yourself together right. but like really let's talk about what's going on here um yeah. and uh you know something just came to me i don't mean to backtrack but something just came to me about the previous question we were talking about the power of or the skill of having conversations with people mm -hmm. if you see a couple here's a practical tip if you see a couple or an individual and you think they may be a good person that you can learn from or mentor you even in the area of relationships. All of these questions that Tim and Pauline just asked us are great questions to ask them. <laughs> like, hey, how did you and your spouse yeah. meet? And they'll love to share it with you, I guarantee it. Right, <laughs> people love talking about themselves. Yeah, people love talking about themselves. And when they start talking about themselves, then that relationship begins. Yeah. Then after that, hey, you know, you guys were dating. So if, if, as a uh, as a young adult, um, what's some advice that you would give mm -hmm. looking back? All of those, they just gave you the blueprint. Yes. So <laughs> take those questions <laughs> and you won't have any problem finding support. Support. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I would say it depends on the season. Yeah. Um, but the real question is why? Right. Cause like you said, I think we we joke about it all the time. Like we dated for two and a half years before we got married. Well, dating and engagement was two and a half years, mm -hmm. and we thought that was really long at the time. And it all depends. But we always say like, okay, if we started dating now, if we started dating as twenty year olds, like we probably would have been three months and engaged. But life, we started dating. Tim was in college. I was yeah. working full time. Like things were so different, and we do totally agree and tell people all the time like if you start dating when you're in high school it's gonna be a long 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 road and that brings them the whole debate of like i always joke like oh i don't want our kids dating in high school because it's just i feel like it just sets you up for a hard time but of course like thing you know that's not everybody's story but if you start if you're 35 years old and you know you have a home and you have no debt and you still don't want to get married it's kind of like well, what's, what's going the on? Problem? Like, right. There's something right. else deeper going on. Yeah, you know, right. definitely. Than that, but yeah, that makes. I think that's totally uh, fair. What you said about like it's not you can't be a cookie cutter, you know, kind of response. But it is the reason and the context really does matter for folks. So hopefully that's helpful for any of you because we do. You know, there are stories with people. The girl will be sending a dm sir boyfriend like look who else got engaged, got engaged. Got yeah engaged. oh yeah it's like oh, don't absolutely. put that pressure on that man you know he's yeah. over here saving his pennies but yeah. he's only working at you know he's right. not a ton of money so yeah <laughs> right yes yeah. yes no that was so good uh, y'all have given so much wisdom and advice today is there any last thing comment thought that you want to share just to encourage people who may be listening well, I would say just, uh, my wife said it before, is having counsel is so important. Having resources uh, is so important. And a lot of times people, if people do start looking for resources mm -hmm. or looking for help, generally they start looking for help during the engagement season. Mm. 
generally. However, <laughs> in many cases, it's too late. Yeah, so I, of course. And I, I love the fact that you guys are making resources and content and all of what you're making available to people before they get to the engagement season mm -hmm. in what I think is the most critical season, most critical. which is the dating season, AKA getting to know the person yes. season, because that is the, that's where you really determine whether or not it's going to work to move to the yes. next season. Yes. So mm -hmm. I would say my recommendation for anybody listening to this would be, or watching this would be get everything uh, Tim and Pauline have. That's right. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Most of which use. we learned from y'all when we took our course. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we did not pay them to say that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Facts. <laughs> yeah. oh, but that's so good. It's so true because we say all the time, the ring can blind you. Uh, once you grab ring in your finger, it's really hard. So I agree a thousand percent. Even if it's not us, like, please Somebody. do something. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Yes. Well, this has been phenomenal. Thank you all for joining us, giving us your time. Where can they, if they were like, man, I just want to learn so much more about them. Where can they connect with you all, find you all with some information? Awesome. So our um, coaching programs uh, is found on on Instagram. It's called Black Christian Love, black.christianlove. <laughs> um, you can find us there. And um, personally, at Retoya Goodwin and Bruce, who are you on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even use, I don't use it that much. So I don't know. I think it's at BD Goodwin. Goodwin that's right. Probably that's just message Retoya and ask her. Yeah, just message, yeah, just message me her. and She'll, then I'll get yeah. to Bruce and yeah. then we'll work it out. But yeah. yeah, we will, you know, that's how you can connect with us. <laughs> yep. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure we link all of that we'll also link the church and youtube and all that stuff just because we want to make sure people have an opportunity to access what you all have to offer if you've been watching this has been another episode of the w podcast make sure you subscribe to the channel if you found something valuable in this podcast please comment below let us know they would love to see the encouragement as well and we'll see y'all next week Thanks for watching this video. To get more Christian relationship advice, subscribe to our channel. And make sure you check out our other videos as well.